Welcome to the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. I'm your host, Kate Krakow, author, therapist, and business mindset coach. In just 20 minutes a week, I'm going to coach you to your breakthrough, whether you're folding laundry, walking the dog, or in the school pickup line. It's hard to chase your dreams, chase clients, and chase littles at the same time. Your inner critic doesn't have to hold you back anymore. Together, we'll make you the boss of your brain so you can become the confident boss of your business and your life. Ready for your weekly mindset makeover? Let's turn your limiting beliefs into limitless opportunity starting now. All right, welcome to the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. We are here for episode 189, and we're going to be doing something different today. I know the last couple of years I've just been doing solo episodes, but I thought, you know what, it would be really fun to get some people on and to have some conversations because me and some of my friends were always chatting and having all these amazing conversations and I want to invite you guys to listen in a little bit. So today we have an amazing guest, one of my very good friends, Nicole Harris of Tiny Greens. So she is a certified clinician in whole food nutrition, nutritional therapy practitioner, the owner of Tiny Greens Microgreen Farm in the Hudson Valley, which is in New York where we live. She's a homesteader, a veteran's wife, and a homeschool mama of two boys. And I saw this on her Instagram profile and just loved this little mission that she has. And she says she's on a mission to grow functional food with gratitude and joy. So I just first, before we get started, I want to just share a little bit about my personal journey with Nicole, because me and Nicole became friends a couple of years ago when, as you guys have probably heard on the podcast, my story about Charlie and all of the trouble we were having, we had seen so many doctors and um, even holistic doctors and functional doctors, and we still were not getting a ton of answers. And we were in this place also of... um, just to be very honest, spending, we were replacing medication with very expensive supplements and heavy supplementation. And somehow me and Nicole got connected on Instagram and she was like, you know what? I think I can help you. I know I can help you actually. And, um, I don't think you have to be doing all of the things that you're doing right now. So we literally were spending like hundreds of dollars on all of these supplements. And um, many of them were things that were really hard to get into Charlie. And um, Nicole just came in and was the biggest breath of fresh air. Not only did she give me the most beautiful friendship, but made the healing process with Charlie so simple and really just changed our lives. So thank you so much, Nicole. I want I want you to really just share um, about how you got into your work, how you got into the farm, because you have two little guys home with you. You homeschool, like you have this full load that you're carrying. And um, yeah, tell us because your background is very different than farming. And if you go onto Nicole's website, you can read about, she like worked in the fashion industry. So tell us a little bit about how you got into microgreen farming. 
First of all, Kate, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I've been an avid listener. I love all of them. I feel like it's just so digestible for moms um, and even business women in general. So um, yeah, I think we reached, I reached out randomly on Instagram, right? And we just started kind of connecting and then we finally met. And um, yeah, I just really felt, you know, connected to you and to your family. And, and I did want to help. And, you know, I do have this, and I'll get into my background, but, you know, just with Charlie, it was such a blessing to, to, and an honor to be on that journey. Cause I was just the facilitator, right? Moms are the ones that really dig deep when their children are going through something. Um, and I was just happy to be a part of that journey. Cause you went and you took it and you've just, you really turned around your family's health. Um, and it takes, it takes that from like, from moms, really uh, parents, I should say. Right. Um, in general, but no, it was, it was like, it was funny. I was like, kind of William was just born. I was just yes. kind of like, like beating around the bush, right? Like, Oh, like maybe you could do this. Or, you know, we had this deep conversation, how it, it can be simplified, but finally, I don't know. It was just one day where you're just like, like sending me like this is what's going on with I'm like you know what that's it and I just like I just went in and I dived even like this is what you need to do this is what you need to not like cut all this out do this do that and like kind of got you on that path and it's that confidence right sometimes you're just um you know you're I was going through my own obviously with William just being born but I was like you know what let me just like get out of this fog for a minute like let me let me just get into that but yeah so my background's a little bit uh different I was um I do have a background in communications and publicity, and I worked in the fashion and entertainment industry down in New York City uh, for years, uh, lived down there. And, um, you know, I actually, for personal health reasons of my own, um, I was dealing with chronic Lyme for over 20 years. It went misdiagnosed as a child for four years. So I was always constantly sick growing up and well into college and then into my career right? As a, as a young woman in New York city. Right. But I was still, it was a high stressful job. I was still getting sick like clockwork. And I knew if I didn't make a drastic change in my life, um, that maybe I wouldn't be able to even have a family one day. Uh, so that's why I, you know, um, I knew I had to make this change and I had to get this foundational knowledge of health. I didn't have it back then. Um, and I knew I had to make this change. So I quit my job. I moved out of the city. Um, my husband and I purchased a home back in the Hudson Valley, New York, where we grew up. And we just started kind of dabbling and growing our own food and raising chickens and honeybees. And like you said, now we have two the beautiful honeybees. I forgot about the honeybees. Yeah. Yeah. The with the honeybees last year. Oh gosh. Yeah. We have another hive. Well, we have one hive and we have another one coming. <laughs> so this should be fun. Um, but during that journey, and we're just so blessed here in the Hudson Valley with amazing farms, uh, we really are abundant with, uh, an, a, a great agricultural community here. Um, so I was able to experience the healing power of whole foods and eating as local to the land as possible. Um, so that really became my passion and sharing that information and that knowledge um, I, my first job out of the city, I was a clinical assistant in a wellness center. That's where I was getting most of my, um, you know, my education and holistic nutrition there. So for 10 years, over 10 years now, I've been working in the field, um, in holistic nutrition as a certified clinician in whole food nutrition and NTP. 
And I really understand now going through my own health issues, but, you know, obviously having the education and the research behind it of how real food plays a role in our health journeys. And I knew my la after my last certification, I just wanted to do something out of the box and something different. And so I decided to combine my love of wellness and real food and agriculture um, by starting a micro farm. That's amazing. And you started it, was it right before the pandemic or after? I hate it was during, that word it was, um, I know, I know. It was during the pandemic. Before that, though, we were researching, we were growing microgreens. Yeah. Um, and then the pandemic hit. And I was just like, you know what? Like it was more for food security for ourselves yeah. and like just kind of growing our own food. And then I was like, you know what? And I finished, um, I graduated my last certification. It was during the pandemic. It was all virtual anyway. And that's just kind of why I wanted to do something different and outside of the box um, compared to, and then becoming a mom, as you know, um, it is hard, you know, as a nutritionist, if I wanted my own practice, if I wanted these one-on-ones, it was just very limiting. So I did want to start something that I could include my, my children. And we did want to homeschool. We knew we wanted to start homeschooling um, when they got older. So I just kind of built this based off of all of that. How old was your first when you got started with the business? Oh gosh, Gavin was, let's see, it was 20, well, 2020, I launched the farm. Yeah. Um, so he was, I, don't know why I can't see the math right now, I didn't have enough coffee. Um, I think he was four. 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 See, that just, yeah. it amazes me so much how children, like I feel like birthing children, raising mm -hmm. children, inspire us to be an, an even better version of ourselves. Yes. Yes, definitely. It was, you know, and I was in holistic nutrition. I was in the wellness. I was very blessed. My first boss let me bring Gavin when he was born. Oh my goodness. Um, but it was almost like a blessing and a curse because now you're also taking care of an infant. I'm commuting with an infant. I'm trying to nurse him, take care of him, do my job. Um, traveling on the Taconic State Parkway, which if you live here, you know how crazy that is. <laughs> if anything, that contributed I avoided it all my anxiety. Um, so it was wonderful. I was able to make a living. It just wasn't sustainable for me. Um, children also don't know when you have appointments all day, like, oh, like uh, I'm teething right now, or I'm hungry. Like, it doesn't matter that the phone is ringing or that a patient's in for an appointment, you know? So, and then once they start walking, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so once he's, he turned one, Gavin, um, actually Corey, my husband, uh, was deployed. Um, cause he was, yes, uh, I didn't realize yeah. he was deployed during that time too. Yes, he was. So he was, uh, you know, Gavin was born within his first year. Uh, Corey was was traveling all over the country for trainings. And then right after he turned one, um, which was in December by like February, January, February, um, he he was deployed. And then he was gone for like a, over a year. So mm -hmm. I really backtracked from, you know, I was kind of working remotely uh, or just like backed off part time. Um I also have a background in soccer. So I was also trained. I I'm a certified uh, youth soccer trainer with the United States Soccer Federation. So I was doing, I was traveling a lot and, and doing that off on the side. 
Um, so I was doing that, working part-time at the wellness center, going through my, my first certification with nutrition um, during that time. But I was home a lot more. I was able to be home a lot more um, because of that. And then, um, you know, that started really, you know, kind of transitioning into like, okay, well, what can I do from home? Um, you know, which I think every mom kind of thinks about is what can I do more from home? So I'm home with my kids, but um, it kind of makes you start thinking. And the um, supplements that you recommend and you use are standard process. Yes. So I first started with a wellness center. That's the products that they mainly used. Um, And so I've actually gone to uh, corporate trainings with them um, and for over 10 years. So I've not only use the products myself, customized it for myself prenatally, for my children, for my family. Um, I've also gone to trainings with doctors and naturopaths and herbalists from all over the world um, about this company. And it kind of is really aligned with my micro farm because yeah. it's um, a whole food supplementation and it was it's a uh, standard process as the company and they were founded in 1929 by Dr. Royally. It's one of the oldest vitamin companies in our country um, and they have a over 800 acre certified organic regenerative regenerative farm in Palmyra, Wisconsin. And um, their whole mission is from seed to supplement. So 80% of their raw ingredients from their organic farm are in their products. So it was very, um, not only did I come from that background of getting um, also trainings from from the farm and, and nutritional science from them, starting my own micro farm, knowing how nutrient dense microgreens were, it just kind of really all fit together. Um, and it's nice to see that all like kind of tie together eventually, it right? Just, it feels like it simplifies everything. Cause again, we were on these like very like high dose factory made um, supplements. Mm-hmm. And then you introduced me to the work you do with standard process and then also like getting your nutrition from microgreens and food and like we also started saving a bunch of money because we you know it's like they're very um the the cost is is a lot lower than most of those big supplement companies um yeah it's low dose high potency versus like you know needing like a a a lot a lot um high dose uh, of, of supplements. And there's three different types of supplementation. There's, um, and I'm actually happy to share that. Actually, I have a handout. So if I can actually share oh, that um, with your followers if they're interested. Um, but it's a really great handout on the three different types of supplementation, but it's whole food fractionated and synthetic are three different t- kinds. And synthetic were the ones that we were on. Yeah. And th- I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not saying one is worse than the other or better, good, better, best, but um, they all have their purposes. But, you know, when you're super, super deficient, maybe you need those like high dose synthetic, maybe in a, a, IV infusions, which I've done in the past, but um, it's really whole foods and really choosing the right supplement to help your body heal itself. Cause that's really at the end of the day, it's just choosing the right puzzle piece, right. To help in your healing journey. You don't need all of these, um, crazy diets and crazy fads and all of the supplements. Um, you really just need the right ones. Can you tell us real quick about microgreens? Because everyone's always like, 
Like, is it just eating a salad? You know, and I remember thinking the same at first too. And then when you explained it, like my girls love telling people about microgreens. They're like, we love microgreens. And all you need to do is eat a pinch and it's equivalent to a bowl of broccoli. I love that. Yes. <laughs> Annabelle always tells everyone that. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. So microgreens are basically simply put, tiny edible versions of vegetables and herbs that you already know and love. Um, they are just harvested at a very young state. So if you think of baby greens, right, baby spinach, baby kale, it's actually the step right below it. Um, so it's a micro green versus a baby green. And then you get into the adult green. And yes, a, a serving size technically is like three quarters of an ounce. So like a pinch, right, a little handful. And depending on the plant, the, one of the first studies uh, done was back in 2012 with the USDA and the University of Maryland. And they studied the, um, they compared the nutrient density of microgreens to their adult counterparts. And depending on the plant and the crop, what they found was microgreens contain four to 40 times more vitamins and minerals and nutrients than their adult counterparts. So yes, I love that Annabelle says that because a like three quarters of an ounce of broccoli microgreens is a equi equivalent to eating a whole head of broccoli. It's crazy. And sometimes you actually digest those microgreens better because then you have to cook the broccoli, right? So that cooks down the nutrients. Um, you have to digest all of that broccoli, so depending on how your digest digestion is. Um, so it's a really convenient way to add more nutrition to whatever diet you have to follow or not follow. Um, you know, there's so many ones today, but this is one that you can add to almost every single, you know, diet or therapeutic uh, diet, I should say. And they're so easy to eat. So the kids, like even Drew, he's the pickiest eater. I <laughs> put them on top of a crispy egg for him. I love that. And he eats them. He's my microgreens. I love like, that even the pickiest eaters because they they're so mild in flavor. And yeah. it's actually fascinating to me because sometimes when I open the container and I taste them, they're spicy. But mm -hmm. when I put them on like certain blends are spicy, when I put it on the egg, it no longer tastes spicy when you eat it with the food. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And the spicy ones, like radish microgreens, usually yes. are peppery and spicy. Yeah. Those actually help with digestion. So those help support digestion. Um, and there's different ones, right? So broccoli contains a phytonutrient called sulforaphane. And there's been a lot of studies of broccoli microgreens and broccoli sprouts, which are two different things, by the way, um, on supporting, um, you know, and being really great for cancer patients. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we so put them on. Cool. We put them on everything. We eat them every day. We put them on eggs. Uh, <laughs> last night we had like rice bowls for dinner. So instead of, I mean, it's so easy. Instead of cooking, you know, it's your side veggie, right? Yeah, that's my. That's our veggie. Yeah. We just sprinkle them on top. <laughs> exactly. On top of pasta, and it just makes everything taste so fresh and delicious too. And that's the thing. And like you said, it's so convenient. You can add it to soups, to sandwiches. Yeah. I even have blended pea shoots in, and made like a pea shoot pancake, like a toddler pancake. Oh, yes. You've sent me um, that before. That I sweetened it with like banana, pea shoots, a little bit yeah. of flour or gluten-free flour, grain-free, whatever anyone's following. Um, but yeah, it's just, they're really, they're really great for kids. They're really great for really kids and adults alike. So I have a couple of questions left for you. Um, Real quick, 
a day in the life. What does that look like? Running a farm, having nutritional clients, homeschooling, chickens, all the things. What time do you wake up? When do you ever, do you ever sleep? <laughs> well, I don't think moms ever sleep, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, no. So every day is, is definitely different, uh, depending on the day. Um, and I think homeschooling moms can relate to that, right. Depending on what's going on with their lives too. But, um, I would say I kind of will go through the week, but like Monday and Wednesday, um, are, we do have a part-time homeschool program that my oldest goes to, um, my littlest who will be two in February, um, goes to grandma. So I can get a little bit of work done while he's at school. Wednesday's our busiest day. It's our harvest day. Yeah. Um, so I try to get everything done within that time frame. Obviously, that never really happens. So I have to maybe do it after dinner or, you know, the next morning. Um, so Monday, you know, homeschool day at his program, little one goes to grandma's. Tuesday, we do homeschool lessons at home. I incorporate them into, you know, my my oldest helps me take care of the chickens every day anyway, but um, that's more of like taking care of the home, you know, getting our firewood now it's the winter, um, taking care of our chickens. It's been freezing in New York the past and it kind of warmed up now, but we have to get water every day to the chickens because our water, their water freezes. So, um, you know, making sure they're taken care of. Um, and then I do some deliveries now on Tuesdays, so they'll come with me for that. Uh, he helps me pack up the 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 deliveries and helps come with me. Um, Wednesday's our big harvest day. So again, he's back at his program, little ones at grandma's. Um, and then Thursday is my big delivery day, but normally my, my two boys are with me. I just trying to get all the orders packed up, ready to go. Um, and you know, again, he's usually get, you know, I do try to do some, some independent self-independent work on that Thursday. Um, since that is in the morning, since that's so busy, uh, Thursday evening, he has his religious education. And then Fridays, I've I built Fridays in to be very flexible. So it's like we wake up anytime, we maybe have play dates, field trips, you know. I, I think I'm actually just starting uh starting next month like a homeschool meetup at the library. It's like a free series. Nice. Um, so I'm gonna do that with him. I'll bring the baby, you know, just I just wanted Fridays to be with with the boys since I'm so busy and so running around. But like I said, I, a lot of self-independent work right now at home since my oldest is now eight. So he can do that. Um, maybe we'll look into some online programs or things like that, but he's, he's pretty good with the independent work at this point. Um, and yeah, I think that's, I just love hearing how moms make it work, working moms make it work. I mean, I'm up early. Like you said, yeah. what time do you get up? I'm up at like five, six o'clock every morning. I have to go to bed early with the boys, seven thirty, eight o'clock, because, you know, sometimes I, I wake up or I work late depending on, you know, getting my invoices ready, my orders ready. But, you know, I really try to make that boundary of like shutting down after like six thirty, seven o'clock and like I'm done. And then we start fresh. And then Friday is like my flex day. Um, and then the weekend's just getting prepared for the next, obviously for the next week. So one piece of advice for the mamas who want to dream again, who want to work toward a personal goal while being home with their kids, because you and I, we voice note, we text each other and we're like, it's chaos. Oh my gosh, everything's <laughs> falling apart. Like we have our days when 
Mm -hmm. Everything feels like that. But how do you ground yourself? How do you work toward a personal goal when it feels chaotic? I think there's just maybe twofold in that, right? Just remembering that our children are here to guide us into Mm -hmm. the people we're meant to be and maybe the gifts we're meant to give in this lifetime. Um, so just remembering that they're they're here for a reason um, to help guide us, and then they're here for their own reasons, right? Their own their own purpose, um, and we're here to support each other with that with that journey. Um, and when it is chaotic, it is trying to. I re, I remember sending this message to you. I just had the craziest day the other day, and just one thing after the next. But I kept focusing on the good and the blessings of that day and how I was supported even through the chaos. How am I being supported even though it's a challenge right now? And that really helped the day, even though I was like one after the next, it hit me. Yeah. I was still trying to find how I am supported. Um, you know, again, even in the challenging times. So just remembering that. And just and just remember to slow down and give yourself some grace. You're gonna have some days where like you're getting it and you're working towards your dream and you could be creative. And then other days it's like, I fed the kids and, you know, and I did the dishes maybe, and they got dinner, but that was, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> That's okay too. That's really okay too. Oh, I love that. And I especially love the part about the kids, how much they give to us and how much they teach us the lessons they, that we learn from them. Definitely. If anything, the biggest one is to slow down. That's been, oh yeah. Yep. To be, to slow down, to be more intentional. Because when you have that career background, it's like, go, 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 go. And then you have your children, they're like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a struggle and a balance, but I'm really happy that they've helped me find a slower living pace and goal. Well, Nicole, thank you so much for coming on today. This was amazing. Any little time I get to spend with you is always the best time. Can you share with everyone how they can find you? And where can they find your microgreens if they live in the Hudson Valley? Yes. So my website is tinygreensfarm.com. That's the same. My handle is tinygreensfarm. And uh, you can shop for a standard process on my website. You can um, get in touch with me get in touch with me there or on Instagram. If you are local, um, I do sell retail in a few stores. So uh, Marble Meat Shop in Cold Spring, Ober Creek Farm, their farm stand, Adams, Farragher Farms in Wappingers, and Nature's Pantry in Fishkill. And we do have a CSA coming up, um, actually seasonal ones. So the next one is spring, it's March 8th. um, And you can find all of that information on my website. It's the best. All right. Love you, Nicole. Thanks for being here. Well, thank you so much for having me. Hey friends, make sure you subscribe so you can receive the latest episode automatically downloaded wherever you are listening to this show. We also read every single review. So make sure you let us know what you thought about today's episode by leaving a review. Love ya.